Welcome to the Magnificent Ones podcast. It's Oakley, and once again, we have Mark as our co-host, and we're here to talk about What's Love Anyway, Part 1, which is a part of a larger uh, podcast episode that's up and coming. So I just want to dive into, like, what, what is the definition of love? You know, um, I think love is such a fascinating concept because even when you look at the dictionary, there's so many different definition for what love is and love means different things to different people for some people love is an action for some people love is just words some people if you tell them sweet nothing that's good enough and some people you have to move mountains in order to prove your love to them so uh i'll I'll turn it over to mark so he could tell you what his definition of love is you know while he's over there pondering what love is (laughs) Love is like a freaking, what, what do you call those dolls? It's like a Russian doll, right? It's like when you, when you think you figured it out, there's just like another like layer to it or a layer you might have like misunderstood, you know, because we start off with, you know, familiar love, fam, like family love, you know, whatever loving style you have with your family. Then we go to the romance and whatnot, and we, are we mixing it up with lust? So can we? Are we confusing the two? Or like, is is this is genuine? Is this transactional? So I mean, it's 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 a loaded bag, man. You know what? What? So there's a couple of definitions of love according to the dictionary. So some of them seem so spot on, and some of them seem so far off. But I think that's exactly it: is that love means different things to different people, and love. Love is terrifyingly scary, you you know. um, Love could be the reason why people go to war. Look at the story of Troy. Or love could be the reason why you sacrifice your life to save others. Like, love could be the reason why you destroy something, or love could be the reason why you build something. So there's a definition, definition one, strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. That's one definition. Attraction based on sexual desires, affection and tenderness felt by others. Affection, affection based on admiration, benevolence or common interest. And I love that one the most. And that is because we love people that we understand or things that we understand and we have affinity to things that make sense to us. It feels familiar. It 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 just falls right in the place. And then some people are completely left field. They want they, their definition of love is the exact opposite of what their upbringing was. So maybe they came from a kind, loving household, and they go for turbulent, crazy, and they're seeking you know adrenaline and an adventure, and that's their definition of love, and that's toxic love, right? So, what is love? I, I, I don't know the definition. I'm trying to figure it out, you know, and you can say that love is a feeling right now. As you can say, I have two kids and I know I love them. I know I'd do anything for them. I know I would sacrifice my life for them gladly. But where does the line for love start and where does it end? You know, um, I'm so enamored by this feeling that I want to understand it and the older I get and I think that I have a better understanding of it, it, it changes. 
you know, now when I walk, you know, down the street, I feel a greater level of empathy, you know, for, for others. I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> I'm like, where was this when I was younger? I feel like I'm more in tuned with, with, with my emotions and the emotions of others around me. So is is it love or is it just me understanding more of the world around me and wanting to be a better person? I I don't know. But this definition, it's just something that's been, you know, on, on my brain, you know, for, for a while now, like trying to come up with a meaning for it. Or maybe maybe love is something that human beings can't possibly define because it's so large. And, you know, every time we think that we understand what it is, that love is challenged so we could gain maybe just a little nugget of what it truly is. Have you ever been in love, Mark? It's hard to say. It's hard to say, man. I think I would like think I was, but you know, man. Just just the you know, defining love, like seeing how it's changed, like over like just humankind or even like the past like 30 years right because like you said before you know you've had you know love raged wars you had look look at my name mark anthony mark anthony cleopatra you know you had you know whole kingdoms and whatnot based upon marriage you know you have like now we have like so many dating apps and whatnot like even our parents and grandparents the dynamics are like so much different before you were limited to um finding love and you know, your city or your town or, you know, you're just your workplace. You know, nowadays we have, you know, almost an infinite like amount of options to like look for. And I think, I think now it's like, you know, people look at love as almost like a game. I think it's a game to a lot of people because before you didn't, when you have scarcity, like there's more value in things. But now when you have all these options, it's like a, it's like, wow, you know, can I do better? And this is not like from like one sex or another. This is like both sexes, you know? So I think it's like definitely something that has changed over time. But I think sadly, like is like kind of devalued because when you can't even define what it is, and I don't think most people can nowadays or have their standard for it, you know, it loses meaning. Love loses its meaning. I think transactional love is the love that loses its meaning the fastest. I think, you know, anyone can be infatuated by someone. I think that lasts a little bit longer than transactional love because that's the love that says that I only love you based on what you provide. I only love you based on what you can do. Whereas at least with infatuation, the things that make a person beautiful, if that's the thing that, that makes you drawn to them, maybe you can be infatuated for 30 years, you know, but transactions can only last for so long, you know. The other day, I was at the Apple store and, you know, I just wanted to replace my AirPods. And there's a guy there with his in the Apple store with his sister and his girlfriend. And he's telling his girlfriend that, you know, he wants, you know, the new iPhone. And he's just being very annoying. He's like, man, babe, you you know, 
I got, you know, I got nice shoes on. I got this on, you know, I got, I got to have, you know, this new iPhone because if I have this new iPhone, like, like I'm going to be happy, baby. You want me to be happy. Right. And you know, like the sister is like, Hey, you know, like Christmas was, you know, two months ago, we spent a bunch of money on you and, you know, like we worked like, you know, very hard to give you this thing. And I mean, they're in public and this is a full conversation they're having. And he was just so almost obsessed with the iPhone. Like he was basically telling his sister and his girlfriend that like, if you guys love me, you guys are going to buy me this thing. And, you know, clearly they were in a, in a tough spot. Like they couldn't afford it because she's like rents coming up. She's saying all the things that are coming up that need to be paid for. And that he has a phone that works perfectly fine right now. And he's like, babe, you can take so like good pictures with these, babe. Like you can, you can take the best pictures like ever with this. I'm telling you, like, like I just took a picture of you. Don't just look good, babe. You know, like, and he's like, (laughs) he's like doing that. And he goes and does the same thing to his sister. You know, it's like, like, yo sis, like you look so good right now. You know, um, you, you just you like you the bomb, sis. You the you the bomb. You know, I'm just like I'm in the back and I'm and I, and I'm just laughing, like just laughing in my head, but not realizing that I started laughing, you know, out loud a little bit, you know, pretending like I couldn't hear the conversation that was going on, but everyone in in that tiny little Apple store could hear. Um, long story short, you know, he says, you know. If you guys love me, you'll get this for me, right? And they did get it for him because they love him. But that was both toxic and transactional at the same time, right? Because he pressured two people who loved him dearly into doing something that they knew went against their better judgment. Now, I don't know the, the, the depths of their financial you know, situation, but if she named all the things that were coming up, that means that buying him the iPhone would cause some form of financial strain. But they loved him. And love defies logic sometimes. Because to me, even though I would never do that, I don't know the, the depths of which I would do something similar for the the person or people that I love in my life because there's no telling what I would do for those that I love. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 and, and in hindsight, I could say that sure, like they're stupid for buying him, you know, the iPhone cause he already had a phone that worked perfectly fine. And I don't know. I don't know their history. Like maybe he's done a lot of things for both of them in the past, but I had to reflect on it because there's plenty of stupid things I've done in my past for people who I love, <laughs> you know, like just because you love them, like you, you know, you have your best friend that didn't do their school project. <laughs> you don't want them to fail. So like you're up at three o'clock in the morning working on the project with them, you know, and you know, like just dumb things like that. Like you're just, you know, you're giving so much of your time to people because you love them. And of course they love you. You love you as well. But things that could have been prevented, but because of love, you suffer with them, right? Or the moments where maybe you play sports and one person's being punished, but you understand that you're a team. And so you, 
join in the punishment with your teammate because you love them. And, and each time I think about these th- events that have occurred throughout my life, I I can't say that I, I truly know what love is, but I know what love feels like. And I think maybe I'm chasing the idea of what that feeling is, like in terms of how to say it. I think that's the funny thing about love is that like even now we're we are trying to like ruffle feathers to even come up with some kind of general definition but i think like that's the point of it is that love is so malleable that it can become many different things or appear as something else or be hidden as something else like you know like oakley was saying in that situation with the husband and the the girl the girlfriend and her sister and that's specific and maybe it was a light-hearted thing who knows but in that specific moment love was being transformed into a weapon because like how he was saying before that you know love defies logic so when you use it as an emotional weapon that can be one of the you know the the most offensive and effective weapons you can use because it defies all logic of defense you know you're you're melting somebody at their core based upon the way they feel for you and i and i think that that's that, that's the that's the craziest thing about love cuz you know, I've had friends and even myself, right, that will become a completely different person, you know, at the flip of the switch, you know. You know, you have, you have friends who are like, you know, oh, man, or like, you know, they, they don't take certain women seriously or whatnot. And there's like every now and then there's like a one girl that comes across and it's like, it's like, bro, I, I haven't seen this guy before. But I mean, that's what happens, man. Love makes people melt or the idea of it, rather. I think the idea of love is even more powerful than actual love itself. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I do think the idea of love is 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 powerful than love itself because here's an idea and here's a funny concept. I used to absolutely hate seeing people that I was close to changing who they were because of a relationship. Like, like, and, and not changing for the better or, or, or changing for the worse. They just, they just morph into whoever they're dating, right? Like, you, you date a, like, you have a friend that absolutely hates, like, rock music. They don't even know any rock bands, right? And then they start dating someone and they pull out their ACDC, like, shirt, their ripped Kurt Cobain jeans and, and flannel and, <laughs> And now they're all into rock, you know, and 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 and, and then when they, when you talk to them, they make it seem as though they've always listened to rock music, and you're like, "Well, I've known you for twenty years," and um, until last week, you didn't know who uh, ACDC was. So, <laughs> so you know, who's can I, can I make the argument though, real quick though? When when you do, I mean, I feel like there's two types of situations like that, right? It's like you meet somebody, you know your friend meets somebody, and you know who your friend exactly is. And then maybe they don't understand what they're doing, but they're like, in order to like fully like encapsulate themselves in the relationships going on, they're like, oh, I must become more like this other person or whatnot. And so you can share a connection. But also sometimes too, when you actually do like somebody, somebody likes you too, genuinely, you guys, your guys' interests will kind of like mold together, don't you think? Sharing common interest in le- or learning to appreciate someone else's interest is one thing, yeah. but becoming something that you're not yeah. is, is is a completely like, like exactly. So for me, the 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 concept of 
oh, like, you don't like rock, bro? You know, it's, it's like, like, who is this person talking to me about rock music that never listened to rock music a day in their life? You know, but because they're dating and they want to seem like they're like this expert in all things of like rock history, you know, um, they have a PhD in rock history, by the way, overnight, seemingly. Um, it's it's crazy. It's like, be who you are. Of course, adapt certain things from the other person and, and grow and evolve into something new. But simply becoming a copy of the other person isn't love. It's 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 called mirroring. And when you're mirroring that idea of who you are, like it's going to change because you're, you're going to go out with their friends and the, they're not going to ask you general questions that most people will ask you about, you know, groups and stuff. They'll ask you very specific things, you know, like song titles and like, hey, when we, when this album came out, you know, this guy, he was, he was on a cocaine binge and, and he was in some attic somewhere and they found him and that's the history of this song or whatever. This is what Stairway to Heaven means. And then you're going to be looking at them like, oh my God, like... I don't know. Now you now you look like a fraud. Now you embarrass yourself in front of their their best friends <laughs> because you weren't true to who you are. You know, just be who you are. And if the person loves you, they'll love you for you. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think what you were saying, like, there's a difference between appreciating interest and just becoming a mirror of the person. And I think that's where, like, maybe that's like where a lot of downfall of relationships come is that we don't learn how to um, like differentiate like respect and appreciation. So I think respect, I think respect can be a component of love. And I think respect is one of like the most important components of real love. Because I think when people actually like, you know, love each other or somebody loves somebody else, there's an element of respect. I think when there's too much like, you're being too fake or there's too much like, Oh, like you were saying before, like was not a rock fan overnight. You're a rock fan. It just comes off phony. And that, 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 that will like make somebody like get turned off by you. I would, I would almost think, you know, I think love is really like respecting each other person for what exactly like they are not trying to become something else. So being married is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. You know, and my wife was the one that actually asked me to marry her. So that's yeah, pretty cool, you know. Huh? <laughs> um, but me and my wife were so different. You know, I've always been extremely logical, you know, left-brained. And she's extremely right-brained. And for some reason, like, we obviously, like, we we've, were two people on two, you know, extremes. And over time... I've noticed that those extremes don't exist anymore. We we've uh, we closed the distance. You know, I've become more empathetic, and she's become more logical. You know, with time. Sometimes when we text each other, aside from you know, obviously, like when, we, when you have iPhone, like you know, one text message is you know, in, in gray and one's in blue. I can't differentiate who's like actually typing. And isn't that funny? Like in terms of like, if I, if I, if I had to wake up one morning and I didn't realize that I had my phone, I wouldn't re realize aside from saying her name, like I wouldn't know who was texting who because we just became each other in a way. Like we became more of each other and we became this, this new thing together, but that took time. And it's fascinating when you think about all the things you used to fight about, 
because of how different you were or the things, you know, like even things like folding laundry, you know, I had to fold. I love folding things in squares and she loves folding things in rectangles. And we would fight over that, right? <laughs> like, like how we fold things. And then one day, I just found myself folding laundry into rectangles. And that made her very happy. And that made me very happy. And I find joy in those simple things, you know? And, and, and that gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling on the inside, and I'm like, man, this is this this is love. Like, laundry makes me happy. Like the the sharing the time with this person make me happy over things that I. There's lots of things that I hate, and just the fact that I'm doing it with that person and being in the presence of their love and feeling loved. It, it's 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 amazing how love can transform your heart and your mind. And there's no greater feeling. <clears throat> It's kind of like one of my really, really good friends, you know, his, his wife works in, in the, the, uh, in, in psychiatry and, um, they're married with two kids and just seeing how they, they've transformed as well. And, and, and knowing his personality of like being shy and her personality of being extremely outgoing, you know, um, just being in a party atmosphere with him which is out of his element and seeing him interact with others. It's mind blowing because he, he's learning to evolve into something better and, and more people get to appreciate him the same way I've appreciated him for all, you know, for all these years. But it, this person has managed to love him to the point where he's come out of his shell. Like that's like a beautiful love, you know, not the toxic love where someone tries to outshine you and, put you in the background, but the love that someone's putting in the, the front row of their life, you know, and putting you on display in, in, in a way that's uplifting. So I'm still seeing all these things. And as I'm getting older, I'm like, Oh, this is what I thought love was. No, I think this is love is this thing. And, 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 and it's ever, ever changing. And I'm just waiting to maybe one day get the answer. And if the answer doesn't come, that's okay. But I just want to know the answer because, you know, I'm just one of those people that have to have the answer, I guess, you know. So I'm just very grateful to to be able to experience that, their story of love and and my story of how I'm coming into terms of the new definitions of love that I didn't know existed before. Um I'm just living in in that in in that presence of love, you know, like whatever moment I'm in with anybody, I'm taking it all in. I'm slowing down and I'm embracing it to its fullest, you know, because I don't know when that moment's gonna go away. But whether I die first or that person dies first, at least we'll we'll know that we were loved by each other, you know. I think a beautiful thing um, in the terms of love is when. And two people or anyone, they're able to make like their own ecosystem where it's, you know, like their love creates like their ecosystem. You know, like you were saying that how, you know, you and your wife, like just naturally over time, you know, took positive traits from each other. And like you guys were almost melding or you would make compromises, you know, just 
being in the groove of being in love. Like that's, that's kind of like, you know, your own ecosystem brewing, you know, that's away from friends and family and whatnot and outside influence. And I remember my, uh, the funny thing you were saying, you saying, uh, your wife, she asked you to marry her, right? I just learned that my grandmother was like, why don't you marry me to my grandfather? <laughs> I was out there. I was the other day, but, um, but that was like the first generation of my mom's like family, uh, that were in America. Um, so they, you know, they really, you know, at that point, you know, they hadn't, they had no choice. You know, my grandfather came here. Um, and then my grandmother was back in Columbia with my mom at the time, you know, he was trying to, you know, gather some money to bring him over here. But, you know, at that point, I mean, it was, there was no outside influence from, you know, family or whatnot. It was like, you know, me, these two people, they're, they're doing the thing to make their next generation and it's going to be their ecosystem by the way they want to do it and by the virtue of their own love. And I think, I think that's like, honestly, that's like some of the most like beautiful thing like that I've heard and seen. And I think is like missing in today's society too. And it's not just like some, Oh, you know, these girls are not like, Oh, you know, the grandparents or that or that. It's just that now we have even more influence because back then too, I mean, they had some blowback from their family before they decided to get married or whatnot, but now we have the whole world. You know, we have this person on Instagram, this person taking videos on TikTok of, you know, where they're going or whatnot. And it's, it, it, it's more than that because I think nowadays people, they, they think they're free from influence because they're like, Oh, I don't listen to my family. But then you have all these things around you that you're subconsciously taking in all the time and you don't see how that's affecting you. Yeah. You know, I think that this is the perfect stopping point for this episode simply because it is part one of what's love anyway. So thank you for taking the time to listening to the Magnificent Ones podcast. And I would like to challenge you to think of what does love mean to you anyway? You know, what is your definition of love? And if you find what that definition is, then be sure to show that love to everyone else. Thank you. And once again, be magnificent. That was great. <laughs> All right. I am <sighs> so happy. recording feed <laughs> mic check one two